And welcome back to the episode of Geeks and Toys, me and boy Eli. It's me, Joe. We're here to talk about another Halloween episode with actual Halloween. Uh, yeah, uh, we're talking about not just Halloween, uh, the, you know. Horror the, movie. The, 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 yeah, the movie Halloween, but not just, uh, how many of these do they make? Okay, so there's the orig- there's the first, the, the two, uh, Season of the Witch. And I think there's O2, there's 5, then there's H2O, and then there's, uh... Oh, that's Rick. water. No, but there's one that's called H2, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I hate you. Um, and then I think there was one with Busta Rhymes, uh, beating up Michael Myers, which is just weird. Just really, really weird. And then there's the, uh, the Rob Zombie ones, which I kind of liked. But, uh, you know, they, they, they do a little, uh, they, they, I can understand why people don't like those. And then now we have the, the, the new trilogy, which is, um, I feel like I, I'll, I'll take, I'll take that challenge one of these days of watching those three movies. Cause I hear it goes from, yeah, it's pretty good to pretty bad to really, really bad. And I'm like, okay, is it bad or really, really bad? Okay. I, I need to judge this myself. Cause some, some of you guys tend to forget how uh, some of these mo- how Halloween movies kind of are. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely understand that. But uh, no, we're going to be talking about the original, the one that started it all. John Carpenter's Halloween. 1978. Which, can I just say, John Carpenter, master of horror. He, he, he's in, he's in, into, in a lot of horror movies, a lot of great horror movies. Yeah, you know, a guy has a good eye for uh, what makes the horror genre work. You know, it, you know. Um, because, I mean, he also did The Thing, which, I mean, obviously... They Live, um, there's another movie in there somewhere. Did he do... No, he didn't do Invasion of the Black Spiders. But, you know, he's very much, like, he he has earned that title, and, uh, I think this is one of the movies that really, like, started his career. Uh, original 1978? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, 1978. Uh, Halloween. So, we're gonna be talking about not just the movie, but also, like, from an aspect of, like, as we tend to do with a lot of these, it's just like, oh yeah, no, there's, you can see where her, this how it influenced a lot of people. Um, where, where do you want to start? Um, because the story is very much simple. Yeah, it is a very simple story. I think, uh, I probably for most, probably for if you were gonna, if you were new to Halloween, it might be just a bit too simple because it, it, it really does hit like all those sort of classic. Horror, horror movie vibes, right? You know, there's a guy that goes around killing people, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, you know, teenagers and all that stuff, right? Um, you, you can see the trends being set. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, granted, the, the, the interesting, but the thing that is interesting about the movie is probably also why, like, I think a lot of people like Halloween 2 mm-hmm. a bit more, because obviously the movie starts off with Michael as a kid murdering his babysitter. Mm-hmm. Or at least I think it's his babysitter. It's his babysitter. Uh, it's either his sister. Let me double check. Yeah, because I mean, I know... Because um, the thing about it is that they often... So many times rewrite the story in so many ways where Laurie, uh, Jennifer... Uh, Jennifer <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis's character is like the sister and some of the recent movies she's not. Um, but that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's not related to who died in the first. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, yeah, but no, uh, yeah, because that's definitely like the more 
it, it is like one of those interesting notes, right? With, with him and the doctor, right? Who's like very clear, like this man's a you know a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, a, he's an ordinary man. You know, he's a, he's just a crazy psychopath. He doesn't talk at all. You know that sort of thing. And we only get like. Uh, it's his teenage sister Judith. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, it's definitely interesting. I love the way it's shot, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I think it also sort of has that, like, thing I like about some horror movies and stuff, that sort of, that first-person POV stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously in this case, it's like, oh, it's, you know, like, you're like, hey, who's, uh, what's, what's going on here? Who's, she just murdered it. It's like, oh, it's the kid that they're talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't really get an answer to it. And you don't really get much of, like, all right, so why is Michael Myers a uh, mm. the weird dude who wants to kill people? Why? And as a, and it's they never really give you an answer, and I think that's part of the charm of it, right? Yeah. Where you can see where you know people are frightened and scared. For me, like when it comes to Michael Myers, this 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 version of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. right? Because later on they started adding stuff. The fact that Laurie is his sister, uh, you know, you have the the Rob Zombie shit, and then you have the stuff that's going on in the in the recent films. That, hey, you know, Michael is just, you know, and in the words of, the, of Dr. Loomis, evil. <laughs> yeah, like it puts him a very different from say, Freddy or Jason in like yeah. in those movies, like where Freddy is, uh, uh you know, like this, uh, you know. Gen- vengeful spirit who, uh... You know, who definitely diddled some kids, probably, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, who just wants to take revenge on the people who killed him. Yeah. And on their kids. And you got Jason, who is, uh, you know, um... Well, I mean, I think the original had the mom as the killer, right? Yeah. But Jason comes back himself, you know, like, he's also kind of... Kind of vengeful, right? Yeah, he starts off with a little, little uh, was it a paper bag or something, and then he moves on to, like... The, the hockey, hockey mask, mask. yeah. Yeah, that's... That was more of a Friday the 13th kind of guy. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, even then, like, like Jason is felt more like a force of nature kind of thing, right? Yeah, like, he's both human, but also, like, has that, you know, force of nature thing. Because, I mean, there is a, I mean, the ending shot is. Yeah. I mean, heck, um, you know, when you think he's dead, like, he does that whole, like, stands up, or, like, you know, raises up kind yeah. of thing. You know, similar to, I guess, if you watch wrestling, The Undertaker, whenever he would, yeah. like, get knocked down, he would just, like, stand back up, which I think is the inspiration to how The Undertaker does his thing, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, very force of nature, very, like, you know, he doesn't, I mean, I, I mean he doesn't quip like Fre- uh, Freddy, but he's no. also not, like, just doing insane shit like Jason, right? Mm-hmm. No, he's very meant to be, like, very, like, grounded and down to earth, but just the... In, in Loomis's idea, the embodiment of all evil. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he would almost say, like, I, there's no, there's nothing in his eyes. <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> Just pitch black. He's like, I started six years uh, trying to help him, and then the next seven trying to keep him locked up because there is no soul in there. <laughs> it is emotionless. And it's always interesting because, uh, you know, like, everybody kind of just sort of dismisses him, right? Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, like, oh, why do we have to go through all these lengths? And so it's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this man is evil. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because, like, in, in the Rob Zombie version, I always think about that one, because, like, he tries to capitalize the fact that how fucked up Michael is. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's 
could be more fucked up if you ask me. It's like I was kind of like Loomis in this one, because it's like you can see like he like he knows and he doesn't want anyone to like. There's a, there's a sense of good in him mm-hmm. compared to Rob Zombies, even though it's played by uh, Malcolm McDowell, who does a great job in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's it's also kind of funny when you think about it. Michael Myers is this sort of like, um, very down to earth kind of killer. He's not supernatural, but his presence is, like, kind of that, you know? Well, yeah, because uh, half the time when you see him, he's just standing there, mm-hmm. you know? He's just, he's just like, roaming around, which is one of the things I really do like about this movie, right? It's this sense of, like, there's always danger around the corner. Yeah, you know, um, there's, like, obviously the... What is it? It's the scenes of him, like, just following the girls around... Like, he's hiding behind a bush, and he's like, you know, where Which is a simple thing. Yeah, you know, it's like, he's like there, and then he walks back behind the bush. It's like, okay, that's, yeah, that's creepy. And, like, he's watching uh, Lori, you know, out the window, right? Mm. In that uh, little backyard terrace or whatever. And it's mm. like, all right, yeah, that's, that's pretty, you know, creepy. <laughs> yeah, and then there's, like, in one of my favorite parts is, like, um, and it's such a subtle thing, right? Like, you could, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's a blink and you miss it, but, like, it's, it's the scene where Lori and her friend are talking in the car, driving, you know, just, like, letting out of the smoke, and, like, the car is following them. Yeah, Michael is following them behind the car. It's such a good, it's such a good thing right there. It's funny, too, because I'm pretty sure there's not any, like, because normally when stuff like that happens, they play, like, you know, the very obvious creepy music. No. But no, I'm pretty no, sure no in that no. in that scene, there's no music, so there's you're kind of no just, like, you you figure obviously the the only music coming coming from is from the radio yeah it, I noticed immediately oh they're playing uh, uh don't fear the reaper yeah blue oyster court yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know it's it's you know that's sort of it's a, silent yeah like there's no like added ambiance of like oh this is a creepy moment thing mm-hmm. it's like no that's the creepiness is that wait a minute is that like, is that just a regular person that's behind them or is that Michael Myers? And then you find out, like, oh, it's Michael. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's him. It's, uh-oh. Yeah. Another, another thing, again, like, I really do find uh, funny is that, um, they, again, it's like the fact that, you know, Michael is sort of in Loomis' term, idea, the embodiment of evil. He's just a regular person still at the same time, right? Because, like, there's so many shots of Michael just standing, and, like, he's just a really tall dude. He's not this imposing figure or, you know, this muscle-bound, uh, like, voided dude. He's just, like, a dude. <laughs> Who just may have some unnatural strength because he just broke that window with his bare hand. And he also just, like, a lot of times will just, like, choke people with his bare hand. Mm-hmm. You know? That sort of thing. But, yeah, yeah, he's definitely a, a, a dude who just... <laughs> he's definitely strong, I'll tell you that much. But yeah. not inhumanly strong. In not in humans, no, not not like Jason, mm-hmm. who can like walk through fire and lightning and bullshit. Yeah, and I guess we could just start talking about the the fact that you know Halloween as a franchise, which originally was supposed to be an anthology series. Yeah, I think that's mainly I think they do that with the Halloween three right season yeah. of the witch, which mm-hmm. has more or less nothing to do with uh, Michael Myers, but I know obviously you know. The second one sort of like adds a bit of conclusion to it, mm-hmm. right? Um, because obviously, uh, I guess we'll talk a little bit about the ending, you know, 
I mean, oh. it's a movie that's been out since the 70s, dude. Yeah, yeah. But pretty much, you know, like, uh, the doctor shows up, right? You know, he shoots Michael a bunch of times, and he, Michael falls off out the window, presumably to his death, and it's like, you know, uh, you know, Lori's are just being like, you know, was that the boogeyman? Because, I mean, that's the whole thing with the kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, honestly, he probably is. Yeah. Only yeah. To look, he goes out to look out the window and Michael Myers isn't he's there. Gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. It's like, oh shit, what the fuck? <laughs> that's probably the only thing that's like you would consider maybe supernatural. Yeah. Is that uh, he, he survived that? Yeah, he got. He had a like what? He had a revolver. He loaded all those shots into Michael Myers, and he falls <laughs> out like a two-story window, and he's not there. <laughs> not there. <laughs> I mean, we see the we see him fall there, obviously. Yeah. But then, like, in the next cut, he's just gone. It's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Um, well, it's even funnier, because, like, I think it's just the, going back to that idea, right, real quick, is that they keep referring to him as the boogeyman. His name is Michael Myers, but in the movies, technically, they also call it the Shroud. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the at the, at the the credits, because he's not supposed to be this, like, this person. He's just this embodied, as Willis was saying again, embodiment of evil. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's it's that, but yeah, no, it's clearly the second one was meant to like you know give more of a conclusion to that story. The third one is was more of them trying to be an anthology series because like, I mean, don't get me wrong, that one that third one was pretty cool. Yeah, just little kids going around uh wearing masks and the mask killed them. Mm-hmm. It turned them into mush. Kind of referencing the new uh MK game. Well, I don't know about that, but, you know, like, yeah. sure, it's the reverse, if you want to say that. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you, know, I, I, you know, obviously, I, you get the idea of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's no real reason why, I mean, obviously, you know, the whole point of why it's called Halloween is that it just takes place on Halloween night, mm-hmm. you know? So, I, I understand that, uh, you know, they wanted to do an anthology series with it, at least. Mm-hmm. It definitely makes sense, uh, but I, I think, you know, obviously people were more, like, just enthralled with Michael Myers himself as a character or, you know, the things he can do mm-hmm. to where people were just like, yeah, you can just make, all, all the other Halloween movies are just going to be about Michael Myers just murdering people. <laughs> yeah. You know, just go down the route of, all you know, of your, of your Nightmare on Elf Streets and your uh, Friday the 13th and stuff, you know? Yeah, so it's uh, I'm looking through the 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 list because like the thing about um, Michael Myers and the, the Halloween franchise is that they keep adding shit though, right? Mm-hmm. That that's always been kind of my one thing. They keep adding like really weird shit, like like, like having having now like taking an appreciation of a film and understanding of like that original one. It, it, them adding stuff onto it just feels very off to me, right? Yeah. Because, like, they, they try to go more into that supernatural route where, like, I wouldn't say, again, I'm not saying he is, right? But there's a lot of hints of, like, there is this sort of, you know, force, uh, like, that comes from Michael. But it's, it, they do so much stuff. Because I remember four was the Return of Michael Myers, five was Revenge of Michael Myers, Curse of Michael Myers. That's the one that has, like, um the, the cult. Like, there's an actual cult. Like, a pagan cult trying to, like, use Michael Myers to do their bidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's H2O, Resurrection, yeah, yeah, I was right. It's very weird. I mean, how many, I mean, 
Um, Friday the 13th, you had Jason X, or yeah. I believe it. Yeah, where he's in space. Yeah, you got the one where he goes in space. Uh, one where he goes to hell. Manhattan. Although I love the one where he goes to New York. That's the one. Yeah, the, the, where he only actually goes, he's mostly on a boat. For the Most entire movie. Until like the last, what, like five minutes where he's just walking around New York. Mm. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it's yeah. Like... Well, I totally forgot about this. They, they, they do have a, like a weird timeline differentiation. So like one, the it's like Halloween 1, 2. No one counts 3 because that one's an off, you know, shoot. Yeah. And then it's 4, 5, and 6. Uh, but then like H2O is the one that uh goes back to, it's supposed to be a follow-up to 2. Resurrection is a follow-up to that. And then uh, there's uh, the the Rob Zombie movies that have nothing to do with any of that. And then like the new the new trilogy is supposed to take out place after the original one. Huh, that's neat. <laughs> it's complicated as fuck. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, when you look when you look at it, right? Yeah. When you compare it to like all the, any other horror franchise, it's pretty, you know, by the numbers, literally by the numbers, you just go yeah, whichever one is the next one. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess that is kind of interesting when you look at it in terms of the Halloween, like, I guess, I mean, I think that is sort of a, you know, it's because of the, I feel like it's because of the simplicity of, yeah, of the original Halloween plot, mm-hmm. like those first two movies, you know, where it's like, well, shit, where do we go now? Yeah. Because, you know, Michael is, like, like we said earlier, like a regular human person with a little bit of, like, crazy-ass strength and, like, somewhat mm-hmm. durability but like at the end of the day he's just a dude he's not possessed by anything except his uh undying you know oh and i guess i'm not undying but like just he just wants to murder people <laughs> he even killed a dog i think he killed it with his bare hands too right like well, he killed it with his bare fucking hands man that that that, that man does not care about animal safety which is you know one of those like uh cardinal sins when it comes to uh, movie characters, right? You hurt the dog, you're automatically evil. It's like that's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know. No one could ever hurt a dog. Yeah, that's the whole. That's the whole like uh, point of a uh, of a uh, John Wick. <laughs> they killed his dog. Yeah, it's the, like all right, this, there's no forgiving this. <laughs> you kill this man's dog. All right, I'm 100 percent behind John Wick. All right, John Wick, kill, kill all these motherfuckers. <laughs> put put a pencil up someone's eye. Yeah, you know, just the. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, just to move on a little bit, um, obviously Jamie Curtis, you know, mm-hmm. the character Lori, um, definitely one of the uh, like again like like I think we said earlier like it's like it feels like you have a lot of building blocks of what kind of defines a lot of the cliches of the horror genre. Uh, with her, it's just kind of like it's kind of interesting, right? Like she is just a straight up just regular girl. Yeah, right. it's, it's, I think she's the first final girl, right? Like that, the idea of the final one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where this, because the trope of the final girl is that she's this very, like, meek, quiet, you know, very, um, you know, not, she, she's supposed to be the opposite of, like, a girl who's out there, <laughs> I, which I hate to say. <laughs> You know? Um, yeah, I guess what you're trying to say is he's not very sexually promiscuous. Yeah, yeah. Which I yeah, is is kind of a trait that happens to a lot of uh 
horror movie characters like oh if they're if they're banging they're gonna die because that's for a reason the the the, the situation well i mean i feel like some people like to attribute it as like oh yeah the killer is killing them because of their sins and stuff which i feel like is a very interesting take yeah but i always assumed i, I feel like i've eventually sort of come to feel like i think it's just because like it's very hard to like you get distracted when you're in mid coitus you know <laughs> I feel like that's, that's, that's why it's, it's, you know, people, it's very easy to catch someone off guard when you're like, you know, in the, in the middle of engaging in those activities. It's you're like, not wrong. I mean, hell, in this fucking, in this movie, Michael Myers just walks in on them while they're banging and like watches them for a bit and then walks out. He's like, yeah, I don't want any of this. Well, it's more like, all right, these probably make easy kills. Hold on. I'll wait for, I'll wait for them. I'll let them finish it. Yeah, I'll, listen, I'll let them finish, you know. Even, I, even, I'm a gentleman that way. It's probably going to be like in three minutes. I mean, teenagers, yeah, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, no, even even even, uh, even Michael's sister uh, died after uh, coitus. Is that, I mean, yeah, I guess it is implied because she is naked, which, I mean, yeah, this is a rated R movie, by the way. Um, mm. A couple of those. Oh, dude, it's pretty obvious. Like they, they, they make it out. They go upstairs. Yeah, 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 naked. yeah. Yeah, and then you see just like she's like doing her hair naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what? you're not wrong. It's just in my brain. It's like it could have been something else. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think what it is, and this is very off topic, right? Right. Is that who does that after banging? <laughs> yeah, I guess you would take a shower, right? Yeah. She doesn't. She didn't look like she took a shower. But, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. But well, yeah, no, it it you know like obviously that's sort of the thing about the final girl is that yeah. she's usually the virgin, and it's like the whole. I, I think it's part of like the p- whole like purity thing too, right? Yeah. Where it's like I you know, she like, she's not distracted by a lot of these things, right? No, she's making she's, her sort of capable of like handling the situation because obviously yeah, all of the killings take place in one house while she's babysitting uh kids, two kids, yeah. two kids being responsible essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's only when she realizes she hears her friend getting strangled yeah. uh, by the phone cord. It's like, um, okay, You know what's funny? When she is the final person to confront Jason, she... Michael. Mo- Michael, sorry. Yeah, same thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember uh, and I had a film class, and we talked about this as like one of the genres of film. And like one of the the, the cool thing because like, we also talk about the music. We will talk about the music in a bit, right? Yeah. Um, is that, you know, Lori is very conservative, very, you know, dressed, very, she's very quiet, you know, she, yeah. she fills up that role and not only in her appearance, and, but like, and towards the end, she becomes more like, literally, like, like her hair is done a lot nicer, she's more, you know, has her shirt slightly open, you know, she's more, you know, I don't want to say sexual. <laughs> I guess more like, yeah, I don't, I don't think sex will be the word either, but no. it looks more like, yeah, I guess, I guess I see what you're coming from. She's dressed very conservatively, right? But, yeah. you know, by the end of the movie, she well, has more like loose fitting clothes yeah. and stuff. I, mean, I feel like it's more like to take advantage of the situation, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like she's, you know, like. Uh, Ripley at the end of Alien where she's in her underwear or anything, right? Mm-hmm. But it's more of like, okay, this is like her being true to herself, right? I yeah. think that's where you're kind of going at. Yes. This is her, who she is, and this is her moment mm-hmm. kind of situation. 
that's what we were talking about. I just there was never a right way to get there. <laughs> you yeah, know, from the way yeah. that my, it, it my sounds, professor explained it. Yeah, it By the way, like, it was a woman. <laughs> was a woman making that sound. Yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it definitely you know obviously makes sense. I think I mean you know at the end of the day, right? Like yeah, you know she has to handle Michael Myers on her own for a little bit, and mm-hmm. while yeah she isn't the one that kills him by yeah. the end, right? But she's she's a survivor, right? Yeah. You know, she does all she can to, like, protect the kids and, like, you know, do all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, gives her that nice little heroin role, right? Mm-hmm. And now, obviously, we, I did say we were going to talk about the music. Joey, how did you feel about the music in this one? Well, I will say this, right? Like, the Halloween, like, theme is... It's iconic for a reason, yeah. right? Like... <laughs> yeah, like, you know, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's like, you know, it's... It's so, like, it's creepy enough, right? Synthesizes, man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whenever it's used in scenes, you're kind of just like, okay, all right. Yeah. You know, like, this is, like, thing, you know, this works. There's also another, like, uh, sort of music tone they use, or musical theme they use, whenever stuff does get creepy. It's, but a it's more. Yeah, like, it's more for when you don't know stuff is going on mm. but usually when michael's on screen they usually play like the halloween theme right mm-hmm. i mean heck the movie starts off with it mm-hmm. too like as soon as i feel like as soon as, they, as there's anything involving michael myers is that that's when that music hits mm. where it's like <laughs> it feels weird because it feels like oh he's coming yeah you know? it's the jaws theme yeah yeah i guess dun, so yeah dun. which funny enough i'm pretty sure it came out a year before this movie so maybe yeah they got some little bit of a inspiration of like oh yeah let's use music to you know uh to indicate that ah uh, yes the big killer of the movie is showing up yeah you might you, might, you know builds up anticipation in, in a weird like way like that right yeah and to go back to what you were talking about right um the idea of the the movie using silence right because the movie doesn't use a lot of music and when it does it's very sparingly and it's used effectively to show like you said like He's coming, you know. Michael's coming. Uh, phrasing, uh, but like, like I, I think about the the moment where like the lights turn off in that at the opening scene mm-hmm. in the house. Like, like okay, something's happening. That's his opportunity. And then like, you know, Michael starts killing. That's when we get the theme and all that stuff. So it's so this movie, I would say, like, if you're with someone who like wants to know how to use music effectively, yeah, use this movie. This movie's like a really good uh, tool for that. Yeah, I guess you would say, like, watch this movie yeah. and sort of learn, you know, that sort of thing, right? Um, but, yeah, you know, that's, you know... I will say this, though, like, sometimes it does get a little overplayed with the second theme, though. Yeah, it does. You know? It, it, and it's one of those things where, like, remember, this is a synthesizer, so it gets a little loud. And a little, like, ear-curling sometimes. Like... Like they were like I love the music in this, but like damn the quality. Yeah, I mean, granted, uh, I'm pretty sure we watched it in. I mean, I, we didn't watch like HD restored, like yeah. any sort of this stuff for it. Um, but yeah, I definitely I get what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. Like you can definitely get a little grading, I guess. But you know, it's part I think of it's the charm. Just, yeah, I guess it is it's part, sort of part of that charm, right? At the end of the day, it's, you know, it's like one of those, like, it's a nice little suburb, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, 
this creepy music playing, which obviously, you know, yeah. it creates that nice little uh, dichotomy, right, mm-hmm. of like, you know, like typical American suburb, and then you hear that music, it's like, okay, uh, this is getting creepy now, right? Because mm-hmm. it feels, you know, like, it, I think that's the other, like, probably the other charm of Halloween, it's like, it could happen anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Because Michael is sort of like, at least grounded enough of, of a, you know, movie serial killer guy, mm-hmm. that you see all the stuff that he does, it's like, oh yeah, no, that, that definitely seems like that'd be something creepy that could happen, right? Yeah, it it's I mean like Michael is that sort it's that a uh, killer in the back of your car story basically. You I mean, know. He does kill someone in the back of a car. He does. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He fills up that role. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that, right? And uh hey, sometimes I even check behind my car like I mean, I never really do. I only check if someone's broken into my car. <laughs> Fair. You know, if they steal my stuff. But yeah. besides that, yeah, you know. Yeah, the um the Halloween the original Halloween movie had it had such it's not only just a really good movie, it's it's a movie that you can tell like influences, you know so much like from Jason to Freddy, to a lot of the horror icons that we have nowadays right with like, uh the Chainsaw Massacre guy whose name escapes me Leatherface Leatherface yeah, you can see how like a lot of that influenced onto. Uh, on, from 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 Michael and Michael being like the very simple one, as like you know, this you know person who is committing you know such terrible things to people, and that's all you need. It's the 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 fear of of the serial killer, right? Yeah, you know, like I mean, you know, obviously you know, Jason and Freddy kind of go out there eventually, yeah. right? But yeah. If, yeah, it does feel like for the most part. Michael Myers has always been sort of like they never get too crazy. No. In the Halloween franchise, right? It, you know, the no, way they do, but like, it, it, but it hurts it so much. You know. Yeah, yeah, I guess that I see what you mean. Like when they do go crazy, it it feels wrong. Yeah. Because it's like this, because it, it starts out mm. so simple mm-hmm. that once you start going like into shark jumping territories it's like okay this is just this is just absurd yeah i mean like you know like like michael myers will never go to space yeah i, I was about to say it. you'll never see michael myers in space you'll never see him like make you know like do all these sorts of crazy you know he's not gonna like survive like a nuke or something or whatever not saying that freddie or jason have ever survived a nuke but i wouldn't be shocked if they did survive a nuke mm-hmm. all right i'm just saying you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, it's 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 it, it. There is a simplicity to it, and while I haven't seen like um, the the newer Michael Myers the, the Halloween movies, I'm tempted to try them out just because I I do like the idea that you know they're going back to more of that kind of feel of the original one. So I might check it out. I might let you guys know about that. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, Halloween will never end because apparently they've been bought out by another company and now they're going to be doing movies for them. Well, I mean, I feel like they might. I mean, do you think it's another remake? I don't know. Or they can go back the anthology route. I think that's probably where mm-hmm. they should go at the end of the day because I feel like that'd be. It'd be neat in this sort of day and age, right? Because I feel like we have a lot of that sort of stuff in horror, like a, the American Horror Story, right? Yeah. All that shit's anthology based, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I, I can imagine, like, seeing this, this this stuff like that and being like, yeah, let's let's do Halloween that way, right? Yeah. But anyways, guys, I think this is a good place to end it, too. Um, so if you guys enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on Instagram, social media, uh, uh, sorry, any of the social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For most likely on Instagram, where you find a link to Dropbox and sites, we're officially part of Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the likes, and a YouTube link there for all your, co- all your listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. Be sure to follow us there, like, comment, subscribe. And, yeah, that's about it. It's me, your boy, Eva. It's me, Joe. Happy Halloween, guys. Go out and just get candy, at least. (laughs) Don't kill anyone. Well, I mean, listen, all I'm saying is if you see somebody dressed in in a weird-looking Michael Shatner uh, mask. William uh, Shatner. William Shatner mask. You know, it might not be Michael Myers, but he could be. He could be. So lock your doors. Lock your doors. (laughs) Have a good night.